0: a rare public servant named Biani Fernando. Today the city and people of Marikina will pay their final respects to one of their most beloved public servants, former Mayor and Congressman Biani B.F. Fernando, who died on September 22 at 77. His remains will be laid to rest at the Loyola Memorial Park near his home. I ask my readers to join me in praying for the eternal repose of the soul of this dear friend. He was a model public servant, an exemplary citizen, a great human being. At the 78th birthday dinner of former Senator and Red Cross Chairman Richard Dick Gordon last August, my wife and I were pleased to share the host's table with B.F. and his lovely wife, also former Mayor, Maria Luard Meredith. We had the most fascinating conversation that evening. We could not solve all the problems of the world in one sitting, so we agreed to meet again soon, if possible at the Edza Shangri-La Tuesday Club, of which we were both members and had been regular attendees prior to the COVID-19 pandemic. I have not been back to the club, But BF had since resumed attending. I told BF Tuesday was my writing day, and it might not be convenient. He suggested that since I normally wrote think pieces, I should work on my Wednesday column on the Monday or weekend before that so I could have my Tuesday free. I told him that at my age, writing a front-page column three times a week for the Manila Times was no longer a piece of cake. The physical act of writing could still look effortless, but trying to decide what to write about so you don't waste the reader's time is often quite an ordeal. Thus, in the world's greatest newspapers, which have survived the transition to the paperless age, opinion writers who write two columns a week are paid more on the days they are not writing than on their regular writing days. I do not recall now how exactly this conversation ended, but I recall agreeing to see BF on my first free Tuesday at the club. But weeks passed, and I failed to keep my promise. The nearest I came to fulfilling it was yesterday when members of the Tuesday club came to BF's wake. I hope BF would have the grace to overlook my mindless lapses. The sketchy report said B.F. fell from the roof of his home in Marikina, and expired at the nearby Carino Memorial Medical Center, across the Marikina River, where he was rushed after the accident. He died in the peace of our Lord, with his wife, family and friends at his bedside. What was he doing on the roof of his house that a much younger handyman or hired help could not have done? Absent an authoritative report, the answer to this question can only be speculative. But it probably had something to do with the kind of man he was, self-made, hands-on, in charge of every situation large or small, and would not let anybody else do what he could do himself. He loved doing things with his hands. A mechanical engineer by profession, B.F. served as mayor of Marikina for nine years, congressman for six, chairman of the Metropolitan Manila Development Authority, MMDA, and secretary of public works and highways under President Gloria Macapagal Arroyo. He distinguished himself in each of these positions, not because his job made him but because he gave himself fully to his job he transformed the old shoemaking town of Marikina into a modern city, brought order into the chaotic bus traffic in the metropolis, and built comfort rooms and latrines all over Metro Manila to make it friendlier to all transients. He whitewashed its eyesores and covered its slums with public art to lift the morale of the slum dwellers while giving jobs to the otherwise jobless city painters. Indeed, he built world-class buildings, including five-star hotels, and other public infrastructure but his greatest work was his untiring effort to help build a strong moral foundation for the nation and a strong moral character among his people. At the height of our national disciplina campaign, this was the campaign I launched in 1973 as information minister, schoolchildren and adults alike chimed, sai I on lading bayan, disciplina and kailangan. On his own watch, BF pursued his own disciplina campaign and stood out as its most vibrant poster figure. This distinguished him from other public servants. Not everyone always appreciated what he did. For instance, his effort to clear the city sidewalks of unruly and unsightly vendors was met with ill-humored resistance. But he never gave up his principles, and even those who disagreed with him had to respect the tenacity of his position. This made him, in my book, one of the truly outstanding Filipinos of our time. In 2016, BF ran for vice president with Dick Gordon as his running mate. The duo presented a solid team of hard-working achievers. But they were latecomers in a crowded field and had to accept Rodrigo Duterte's early lead. As a sitting senator, Dick returned to the Senate after the elections, and BF resumed his good governance advocacy as a private citizen. As we commit BF today to the Lord's Embrace, the breaking news reports that the U.S. Justice Department has just filed money laundering charges in the U.S. against Andres Bautista, the chairman of the Philippine Commission on Elections, Cumlec, during the 2016 presidential elections. Bautista, who has been living in the U.S. trying to evade the long arm of the law, is accused of corrupt dealings with Smartmatic during set elections and laundering the illegal proceeds of their transactions. Should this case ever prosper, it could shed new light on the validity of the 2016 elections and more about those who really won and lost. It's a good time to thank the Lord for all the favors and good things he had showered upon our dear friend B.F. Fstad at gmail.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts?